Welcome to Trust the Motherfucking Band. It's a podcast. We love music. I hope you love it. Hello. I'm Colin Campbell, and this is the show for musicians and music fans who want to understand the minds, methods, magic, mayhem, money behind world-class music. Today's guest, I have Kassa, C-A-S-S-A. He's from Rwanda. He talks about, he's had such an interesting life, and you're going to get so much from this about following art in a congruent, honest way, and I think it's going to impact your soul, your mind, your body. And it's going to be great. I don't run ads for the show. Please share this. That's the call to action. I don't, I'm not going to have a, a bunch of affiliate ads. I just asked you to share it with your friends, family, send it in a link, do whatever. You know what to do. I hope you're having a tremendous day. Enjoy this episode. Own microphone, check your phone, check Republic. Yo. Cash, 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 <laughs> rolls everything around me. Yeah. Are you recording already? Yeah. Oh shit. I shouldn't say stupid shit now. Uh, no, let's start. <laughs> Commence stupid shit. Yo, what's up, man? Cheers. Chin chin. Yeah. Thank you so much for yes, the coffee. Sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yo. <laughs> yeah. So this thing is, uh, there's a, a province in Northern Vietnam called Mao Vac. Ooh. And that right there is uh, a handmade uh, indigenous piece of clothing that would be like the equivalent of like a, a traditions that uh, that's been passed down for like hundreds, if not thousands of years. Nice. Um, that's dope. Yeah. So it was in the, that region. Like I went and it was this place where they had like on Sunday, they had uh, the all of the chickens and the goats and the cows come into the, like a big farmer's market in the entire city. Oh, it's nice. like all of the little tiny little places in the, in the Hills are like, yo, it's Sunday, bitch. Let's go down. And they <laughs> fucking bring all their cows and chickens. That is pretty cool. It was so cool. And, and what, like the, 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 I don't know how the shepherd wear that. This is a, I think this is, a, um, like a wedding gown, like oh, okay. celebration for a female oh yeah so this is that is that that that's boss i like it it's so cool and it looks good there i was uh, you know i was gonna give it to my i was dating a vietnamese girl and i was going to give it to her and then we broke up and i was like i'm keeping that shit yeah (laughs) her loss (laughs) (laughs) definitely her that that looks really dope i i I love traditional um garments just because it it, i don't know like i feel like there's a little bit more thought in everything that makes a garment and traditional stuff yeah and uh, yeah I, I i love that and it's flashy i love flashy shit yeah yeah it's flashy i like it <laughs> yo man good yes. to see you good, thank you thank you thank you. you thank you good to meet you too what thank was you so the, much for having me yeah what was the uh um what was the show called it was with uh big daddy queen power expansion expansion yes yeah, uh, there's actually another one happening very soon by the way yeah friday um th- this coming friday i think so oh okay yeah i i, I never know dates i don't do dates yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i don't do dates i don't do numbers <laughs> <laughs> yes yes it, it was really cool man it was really really cool um i i met her in the street somewhere uh busking yeah and um, she was busking or you were she was busking yeah. and i was just walking with a friend and um i have a hard time controlling myself when there's an, there's an open mic some like there's just like a microphone somewhere <laughs> or like if someone is singing a, a song that i know like i have a hard time controlling myself so i was just like walking there and she's doing her thing 
and I was in a crowd like harmonizing with her. Like she's just performing her thing, and I'm just harmonizing every song. And she was like, "Who, who, who is that?" And I was like, "It's me." And she got me up, and then we sung together, and that's how we became friends. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I was so glad when she invited me to that show because it was it was really cool. It where, was really cool. Where was it? Where did was she busking? <sighs> Now I'm new to Montreal. Oh, okay. I I am terrible with street names yeah. and somewhere and, in and air, it was somewhere. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember the street name. <laughs> we were we was playing poker on on uh, the other day, Friday, and uh, we were listening to '90s hip hop. Oh, and and all of the videos were like later that day. You know, it was like <laughs> yeah. like a big shot comes yeah. in and like a bunch of people on fucking motorcycles. It's like I love it earlier that day. I love it. I love it. <laughs> somewhere in montreal <laughs> i love it i love it. i would have loved to see the 90s in montreal really yeah i would have I loved to see cool. the 90s in montreal like i that, just just the thought <laughs> i would yeah. have loved to see the 90s in montreal that would have been really cool <laughs> um dude you, so you were raised in toronto is that i know you have toronto on your profile and yes rwanda yes so, born in I, rwanda? so i was born in rwanda yeah and then I was raised in Rwanda. Like I was raised like a little bit in Rwanda and a little bit in the Congo. Um, middle, just, middle Africa. Yes, so it, it's it's all in Central Africa, Central, Central East Africa, okay. kind of. Yeah, so I I was born in Rwanda. I lived in the, in in the Congo for a little while while there was the Tutsi genocide in in, in Rwanda. Um, you were there. Yes. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. It was. Fucked up. How old were you? I was eight. I was eight years old. Eight years old? Yeah, you remember everything at eight years old. Dude, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. What the? F what does that mean? What is the, that? What is it? The um, Tutsi genocide. So the the Tutsi Yo. genocide was an orchestrated genocide by the by the old government, really. Um, and uh, they, I mean, you know, you know how they how to get down in a genocide. Um, they just want to like cleanse a race basically and uh they tried but they couldn't because obviously we're here <laughs> anyway so like uh, half, half of that um i was in the congo and then came back to rwanda did any of your um, family like your family were they what what was this real like the situation you're eight you have your mom your dad what's the oh yeah how many? My, my, my my family like my direct family still yeah. alive my, yeah. my parents are still alive my siblings are still alive thank god because that, that's actually rare where i come from like you're you're pretty you 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 got a lot if you have two parents and and, and all your siblings <laughs> you know but of course like everybody it touches you in one way or another like cousins uncles and you know um all of that really yeah but again the and best what, part of it is that we survived <laughs> what, what was the what were the parameters for the genocide like what were what was the target what was the kind of group of people that were like those people are gonna fucking die so it, it was a cleansing of the tutsi the, um, the tutsi okay yes. the tutsi genocide yes yeah, so so they so were they, they, they weren't the nazis in this situation they were the, no no, so they they were basically being killed, um, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was Tutsi, Tutsi. yeah, it which was, is a, a group. What like what? What so, are they? What so it's a, it's mean? it's complicated. So okay. it's uh it's, it's it's an ethnic group, let's say. Okay. But if you dig a little bit farther in history, it actually doesn't mean much because um, it. It, from what I've studied in, in, in history class, it was just a, a social, uh, a social class really, um, because um, you know how in, in 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 the Western system you have the 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 bourgeoisie, the working class, and then the 
poor people. I don't know, <laughs> something like that. Um, at, at that time, um, Tutsi was really a social class. Uh, it comes from the road from from the word uh, Omutunzi in Kinyarwanda, which means a wealthy person. Um, uh, um, Omutunzi uh, it, it it translate to someone who who has things, who owns property, so a wealthy person. Um, and then the, the, there was a, a, a working class and another class that is more, mostly just indigenous that don't really mix with the, with the, with the modern society. So they mostly live in the bush, like the bushmen. Um, so it was really just like a social class. <coughs> Excuse me. And then um, when the European added themselves in the mix um that Europeans is where... always fucking stuff up dude hey listen <laughs> they gotta fuck shit up <laughs> that's what they do um yeah so when... they, if that's always the story then the europeans yep. came and then the europeans came you and know some fucking horrible shit happened. and then horrible shit started happening <laughs> so they they basically um from from what i understand it is the it is the belgian that really really went belgians in. yeah they they really they are the ones that really came to fuck everything up because they kind of introduced the 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 same um ethnic uh, ethnic issue that they have with the flemish and the and the and the i don't know how you call that in english but the flamand et les wallons um, so they have like two two tribes or ethnicities there that don't mix at all, Belgians. and they kind of yes, and they kind of introduce that. So they basically, it, it's it's as ridiculous as um, if, for example, let's say if if I'm a, I'm a father and I have two children, uh, two men, two uh, uh, sons, and when I die, I want to leave my wealth to my children, and one of them just happened to be a just an irresponsible person and, and all that, you know, uh, and I decide to not leave him anything and I leave everything to the responsible one, automatically the responsible one becomes a mutunzi because he's rich and the 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 non-responsible one can, he will be in the working class. Um, so at that point when they came in and turned those into ethnic groups, it could be as simple as your brother becomes a different ethnicity and you become a different ethnicity because you're not in the same social class. So they basically just turned something that was a social class into an ethnic group and and fueled it, fueled it, fueled it, and then a few generations later, it caught fire. That's basically, Damn, that's basically dude, that it. That must have been so fucked up. It, it was. A genocide is fucked up. It, it's fucked up. I, I mean, that that must be like on, on a walking outside and feeling like it's tense it's it feels tense tense, tense is cute yeah. um <laughs> it feels like dramatic is, all the time yeah like there's yeah. not a lot of words that can that can horrifying yeah yeah that that's 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 closer yeah that's closer that that's a lot more appropriate like there's not a lot you're of words that can going down like you're seeing people just being murdered is that what yeah yeah basically basically yeah. It, it was a time where you couldn't really walk in the road because the roads were covered with dead bodies like you basically had to like push someone <laughs> like this to like walk and yeah it was intense dude yeah. i mean that must give you <laughs> such a gratitude you have seemed like you emanate so much gratitude and love oh every rwandan that you ever meet yeah uh, it makes a lot of <laughs> but we 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 you have no choice at this yeah. point like <laughs> yeah. if, if, if you, you if you've descended that low into yeah. into what the fuck you you can only be grateful <laughs> you yeah can, right 
Yeah. Dude, I'm tired of yeah. dating uh, Canadian chicks. I gotta find a Rwandan woman. I mean, we have our issues. I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. tell you we're perfect, you know. But like the 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 gratitude part, we we kind of have that in check. Like yeah. we're, we're pretty grateful. Can still be a little bit dramatic, you know. But we're grateful, you know. <laughs> we're grateful in the drama. <laughs> so you went from Rwanda to Congo. Yeah, so I lived in the Congo for a few years and then back to Rwanda. And was then... it still fucked up, like genocide weird there? Too? Oh, no, 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 no. We, we, we came back after everything was settled. Okay, and, so it was uh, the genocide and then the genocide's over. Yeah, when the, genoc- when the genocide was over, basically everybody that, that, that went like abroad for safety came back home. So came everybody home. started coming back home. What and, was that uh, like? Was it celebration time or was it like Jesus, like trauma time? It was a lot of trauma. Yeah, it was a lot of trauma. Was like shell shocked and fucking weird. It it, it was it was a, a mix of emotions. It, um, it it was a weird time. It was a weird time. Um, even even things like celebration or music or stuff like that were, were felt a little bit inappropriate. Um, and that's kind of how when when I started doing music we kind of it's my generation that kind of like re- like revived yeah, right the music scene really because um it almost felt it was kind of like an unspoken rule like if you're a, a musician you kind of found yourself singing some songs that had like a like a sad undertone you know or like some kind of uh some kind of a theme of we sur- we we are survivors or we like the theme was kind of like gloomy a little bit yeah you know like so I, I, when uh when um when I, when I started doing music um it was also a, a time where I, w- I worked in radio so I I, I used to, I, I I became a radio presenter at, at some like some point and then um that is where i made it i was i was i was like 19 okay 19 18 yeah i was like 18 19 when yeah and it was really dope because um the thing is like the 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 media was used in propaganda heavily during the genocide so when when everything settled down and when we were trying to like basically rebuild you know one of the things that we were very careful about is introducing private radios because again people's emotions are still raw and and all that so you never know what a person is going to want to make their show about or stuff like that so it was kind of like a careful thing and um for a long time we only had one radio um just the government radio basically you know and uh, so eventually, when the, I, th- I think that was like in, in like early two thousand, early two thousand, so like two thousand and three ish, that's when uh, that's when it became uh, permitted to open your uh, open uh, private radio stations. Okay. And um, so that's that was like a radio renaissance in in in, in the country because uh, there there was one ra- one private radio that first opened and they were kind of like still kind of like careful about things you know and then the radio station that i worked for contact fm opened and at that time things started becoming a little bit more relaxed because the 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 the, the owner of the radio um was also a rwandan from the diaspora um so he hired a lot of 
young presenters that were from the diaspora, but also like very energetic, you know, that were willing to like change things kind of thing. And um, that was really the radio station that changed the the vibe. music vibe in the country because we really brought the fun. We really brought like all the things that people are kind of like still uncomfortable to do. Okay, you know? 107 point post-genocide. All your <laughs> fucking cool shit going yeah. down. Like yeah, you're, you know. You're ready to... What's like? How we, did you introduce? Can you do your introduction of the show? Oh shit! Um, a it was eighty nine point seven. Eighty nine point seven. Contact FM, and yeah, it, we 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 basically just like based it on, on on just like fun, like fun music, um, kind of like introducing people w- to the music that is like the top forty in the West and stuff like that, you know. But at the same period, that's when we started pushing some local art like there was there was a young guy called Rafiki for example who um was singing in a dialect from like the from from another province uh in Rwanda but they they kind of like they kind of like speak funny (laughs) you know they have like a like a like a bit of an accent to the to, 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 to the way they speak and it was fun to to hear a young artist from that region using that dialect and that pronunciation to make like really cool urban music you know um we started pushing that and it is around that same period that i also kind of felt because my goal was to i I felt like it it didn't make sense for me to go ahead and and do music if local music wasn't even on radio if um if people were not used to hearing like urban and vibrant rwandan like local made music you know um, so my goal to join the radio station was kind of like being like a Trojan horse of, of, of some sort. Like I wanted to change things from within because I wanted to be part of that radio movement to do things differently, you know? So I started pushing more like local content and all that. And, and, and the more people were discovering local music, the more I also felt comfortable to actually not now go and record my first single, which was very well received. Um, and then kept doing music. And at some point I left the radio to just do music only. And yeah, that's kind of how Casa was created. <laughs> what <laughs> is know? Casa? What is the name? Oof. So, so that also came from the, from my radio days because uh, my, my 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 real name, believe it or not, is Daddy. My first name is Daddy, D A D D Y, just like Papa, Papa, Daddy. Daddy. Yeah, that's my first name. Uh, and and there's and there's a freaky story about that too. But that's for another day. A freaky story. <laughs> I, I assume it's freaky because like Daddy's freaky, <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah. So so when my, the first day, my first day on the radio when i was just going to go on on air to present my show for the first time um i had prepared everything i had prepared like what we we're going to talk about that day my playlist and everything i'm telling you i was really serious about this shit. it was my first gig at the radio and it was such a big deal and uh the only thing the only thing that i didn't think of is what name am i, am I gonna go on air with like i'm ev- like i felt like it, it wasn't cool to go on there with with your name daddy hi i'm daddy you know that'd be all right i mean like back home it doesn't really mean much like daddy is just daddy Daddy. you know it's it's, it's just a name it doesn't really mean mean like dad or it doesn't really mean 
anything freaky like it means here, <laughs> you know? Um, so uh, to me, I felt like it wasn't a cool name. It was just like if you went up there with like, your name is Mark or like right. Michael. <laughs> Hi, I'm George. Yeah, Michael. You know, like here is the show with Who Michael, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, and it just, it just didn't feel like it was going to be cool. So I was like, oh shit, I need to find a cool name. <laughs> and like right there, like literally the, the clock is counting like, 20 seconds to me getting on air, you know, and I'm like, shit. So I was sitting with a friend of mine. So I was going to present that morning with a good friend of mine. Her name is Bella Gasana. Represent. And and she 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 nicknamed herself BG, which was so fucking cool. I'm like, oh my gosh, she has a cool name. Yeah. And I'm just going to jump on here with my name. And me and her started just like throwing names out back and forth. Like, oh, what the fuck? What, fuck, what am I going to call myself? Um, Mr. Lover Lover. I'm like, no, 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 that's <laughs> terrible. I'm like, um, um. I don't know, lover boy. And like we just like threw a whole bunch of random, really cheesy shit, and then literally three seconds before she was like, "There was this song called Casanova." Yeah, it's like an old, old, uh, like late eighties song. I, 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 I was like, by? I don't even remember who the fuck sang that song, but it, it, it was like it, it went like, uh, "Um, I'm Macho Casanova." Me and Romeo and never been friends. <laughs> Can't you see how much I really love you? Yeah, it was just it was just like a funny popular song. Do you know song. this, Christian? Have you ever heard that song? No. Oh shit! I I, I need to find it for yeah. you guys. I need to find it. For you. Is it, it like it, a top it, top pop? Song? It was it was actually like a very popular song back home. I, like there oh, were some songs that I realized African? that were is only it, it, no, it's no. American. It's American. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was either American or like something that? European. It's called Casanova eighty. What is it? love yeah it's probably that dude it's probably that dude that's the song that's the song <laughs> and uh i i realized that there's a lot of songs that were popular back home that were never popular here so sometimes when i'm i'm like with my canadian friends i'm like oh this song and they're like what <laughs> like I, nobody knows that song but back home it was popular and we just happened to be playing that song in the background while we're just like throwing names around and then she goes casanova call yourself casanova for now yeah. and then we went with casanova that's a dope name it was. Is I it, didn't it, think it was at that time. Yeah, I didn't Casa? think it was at, th at that time. It's got like, ass in it too. Sorry, it's got ass in it. Ass? Yeah. Oh like, yeah. It's, got, it's got that I name's got I ass. I didn't think about it. Casa. Cas. Yeah, uh. there's ass. <laughs> there's ass in there. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And there's booty. <laughs> Yo, big daddy. <laughs> so so we 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 started going with that, and it kind of stuck. Um, and people started calling me Casanova. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I, I'm gonna keep Casanova, and then. You're gonna kick it. Yeah. You're gonna kick. No, no. I, I said, oh. no. I said I'm gonna keep Casanova. Oh, you're gonna keep it. Keep <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It. yeah. So, so I kept it and I, and I use it on the radio. And then um, I started just like feeling like it, it was a little bit cheesy. Cause, yeah. Because the more yeah. I researched like the, the story of Casanova, I was uh, like, I don't know if I want to be known like that. Yeah, <laughs> you right. know. So I, I that's when I cut it short, Casa. Casa. Yeah. I cut yeah. it short, Casa, and it became actually pretty. Cool. Casa Pluto. You know? Casa fucking, it could who, be so, yeah. Who, who is Casa Pluto? I, I don't know. Like, okay. Well, Nova's like super Nova. Yeah, but uh, but right. at, at first they used to call me Daddy Casanova. Daddy Casanova. Yeah. And then and then he went <laughs> to Daddy Casa, and then I just Yo. chucked the daddy, it became Casa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and see, and the funny thing, like what I was telling you, like back home, daddy doesn't mean much really. Like right. they would say, my name is daddy and nobody will bat, will bat an eye. And the first time that I've ever 
became aware that there is something wrong with being called daddy is when I moved to the States. Okay. Because like one, I, I think I was going to open my first bank account or something like that. And and the lady at the cachet, um, <laughs> right. she was like this very very Karen like lady no oh. not even she was Ooh. like she, she was she was this black lady with a lot of attitude Ooh. and uh i just i just showed negative up attitude she, not not really but just like the sassy attitude Sass. that the that, that, that most Afri- african-american ladies will have you know <laughs> and uh she like when we just showed up and she was she was just like um she was like okay how can i help you and i'm like oh i need to open a bank or whatever and she's like okay uh i need two pieces of id please and then I like the whole time she was not even making eye contact at all. She was just like giving me a lot of attitude. And then um, all of a sudden she goes, she picks up my card and then she looks at it. And then she looks at me. And then she looks at it again. She's like, daddy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah. She's like, how did you get that on your ID? <laughs> and I'm like, well, that, that my, my parents called me that. D-A-D-D-Y? <laughs> she was like, how did you get that on your ID? And I'm like, my parents called me that. She was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, do you know how many men would love to have that on your ID? <laughs> anyway, when, when we're, the whole time I was like, why is she making it a big deal? This was the yeah. first time, literally. Where like, was um, it? It was Where in was LA. LA? Yeah, it was in LA. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm like 19 and there's the first time I, I become aware. Is that from when yeah. you, yeah, so, you so, in L.A.? Yeah, so when, when, I, when, I, when I left Rwanda, I, I lived in L.A. for like a little while and then I moved Which here. part of L.A.? Downtown L.A., like downtown right in the madness LA. of everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I lived downtown L.A. Uh, How, what year was it? It was in 2008, I okay. think. Yeah, okay. 2008-ish, so 2008, like 2009-ish. More of the game than the chronic the game the, the, the game, rapper yeah the yeah, rapper yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it was like the chronic in 2001 and then the game yeah like, I, 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 I i wasn't a huge hip-hop fan at that point yeah. at that point i was a huge reggae fan like yeah. everything about me was reggae music only so <laughs> yeah so yeah so I, that was the first time that i became aware that there was something wrong with my name and on the way home, I was asking my friend, like, why was that lady making a big deal of, of, of my name? And they were like, you have no idea. So they kind of gave me that, like a little, a little they kind of ca- caught me up to speed with what it means there and all, and all that. And then it made sense. <laughs> That'd be so weird. You, I go to a different place. It's like, Colin. Yeah. And they're like, and then, ooh, ooh, it means penis here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's basically what happened to me. I was like, what is she making it? Everybody was laughing. I was the only one not in, not, not not in, in the, the, on joke. the joke. I was yeah. like, what is going on? <laughs> anyway, I found out. I found out. And that's when I started going by Casa because I was like, I, I, I don't need this to happen every time I present myself. <laughs> Did you legally change your name or is it still Oh, Daddy? no. Oh, no. My name is still Daddy on my, on my cars and on, on everything. Yeah. But like when I introduce myself to new people, I just go with Casa because the other one comes with questions. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Just call me Daddy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you've been, you're a full-time musician. You're like a... This is what you do, gigging I, and fucking. Yeah, I I love making good noise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I have been doing that since some. I've been doing that for a minute. Um, I started music when I was I officially started music when I was eight in a in a choir. Um, so before the genocide, and then um um, and then I kind of like lost track of music for a little while i reconnected with music somehow 
like in my early teens uh, i joined a, a a group called cool family it was like um it was it was a group back home they used to put up shows like see see growing up we didn't we, we knew that we'll never see like destiny's child on stage or like usher or whatever so what we did is that we'll, we'll throw shows and we'll pretend to be those people <laughs> Yeah, so we'll, we'll put on a show, like a whole show, and somebody will perform like Usher. And like we will actually go ahead and and really like find the clothes that looks like, that looks the part, like what he's wearing in the video. And we were actually very serious about it. And it became like a huge sensation in the whole town. And that was, that's kind of like how I became popular back home is I was one of those kids that will put on those shows and people will come and, and, and what. And, and in a way, like people believe the illusion like when they were watching us impersonating like i don't know like backstreet boys like we were of the backstreet boys like yeah they didn't care if you if you're not a blonde with blue eye like you were backstreet boys to them you were on the you know? stage yeah you know and we took it very very seriously um so, so that's kind of like when I, I reconnected with music and then yeah and i kept doing music related stuff and and art related stuff until i started releasing music wow yeah what's uh what's been the process i mean you yeah you came in 2008 when did you move to montreal i moved to montreal just like two years ago oh, okay yeah so i oh, I, I you were left, in toronto yeah went, so i okay. left la for toronto and yeah. i lived in toronto for way too long too many winters yeah um i've been in toronto for like like 15 years which now. part of toronto downtown toronto i'm a Down, downtown you went kid downtown to downtown yeah, to downtown. yeah. are you in downtown montreal <laughs> well pretty much yeah. <laughs> yeah see i i i don't drive like i don't I've, I've never even like i'm 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 almost i'm almost 40 i'm, I'm turning 40 next year okay. and i've never learned how to drive okay like i've never been interested to learn how to drive yeah and uh i don't like cars like i'm, I'm not a fan of cars i don't have like a favorite car you know, I'm I'm just a weird guy like that. I I I'm literally not interested in cars. Yeah. So it's only now Same. that I'm thinking of getting a, a driver's license. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you know, yeah. Why? I don't know. Just to be like y'all. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just to just to fit in and yeah. like be just like everybody. So it's only now that I'm thinking of getting a driver's license and maybe start driving. But yeah, like my whole life, I've never been into into cars, so I'm uh, I, I like I, I I cycle everywhere. So if if it, if it was if it wasn't winter right now, I'll probably come here on, on a bicycle. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably just like cycled here. That's I the cycle cool thing everywhere. about Montreal. It's, yeah, it's a great cycling place. And and that's the greatest thing about living downtown. You literally don't need a car. Yeah, you, know, you can you can you can ride your bicycle everywhere. Plus, fuck driving anywhere downtown Montreal. You see what I mean? You see what I mean? You see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm not part of the pollution movement. Um, <laughs> so I, yeah. I don't drive at all. So that's why I like being a part of. What do you What do you do? I'm part of the pollution movement. Right? Yeah. Y'all are. I, do you I, drive? No. Oh, great! Great. You're not I, part of the pollution movement. <laughs> yeah, it's because I have values. Yeah, we don't partake. We don't, we don't partake. partake. I'm, no, I'm we don't a good do none boy. I'm a good boy. Yeah, we don't do none of that. The only smoke we blow out here is marijuana smoke. <laughs> That's the only smoke we blow out here. Not not engine smoke. <laughs> yeah, so I like living downtown just because it's it's accessible for me. So anywhere I've lived, I live downtown dope yeah i want to live downtown i like yeah. i like this apartment I, i'm i'm comfortable wait this is not i don't know montreal very well so this is like not this is not close to my downtown. mom calls it downtown she's oh, like okay. you're right downtown oh, no. like, I, <laughs> nice. I don't think so i think i think of it more like sherbrooke and like uh i don't know where where is downtown do you think christian 
Plateau. Plateau. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I know. I, I know Plateau. I think. I think I've been around there. Yeah. I I don't know, but I yeah. I, I it sounds familiar. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the day to day look like? Like as a musician, when you wake up, what's the kind of priority? Um, my dog, my dog rules my world. Like he, he's like, um, he's like a little, um, master for me. He's a small Bichon Frise. Yeah. Uh, he's really tiny, but he has a huge personality. Yeah. He, he has a very big, it's hard to contain. Um, basically I wake up and serve him like all day. Um, take him out for his walk, pick up his poop. Um, yeah, I serve him all day. And then at some point I'll do some music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i serve my master yeah <laughs> lord casper <laughs> lord casper yeah yeah Dope. yeah that's what i do basically yeah. i see i'm i'm a i'm a night person okay. i spend the night um i spend the night just being a batman yeah and then um in the morning i sleep and in the afternoon i serve my master and then do stuff and then like, I'm, I'm on my bike i like I'm, I'm always out there and doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In terms of like production or um, on the professional note, like how do you structure your time or uh, priority around like gigs slash recording slash um, the artistic development, distribution, etc. Like how do you approach music as a, a role, a uh, job uh, on the professional side, I, I I honestly don't approach it as a job as a job at all. Like I've okay. never approached music as a job at all, and 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 that's sometimes my downfall. Because okay. <laughs> there, there's got to be someone someone else taking care of the business side of things, and and not me. Because like I I'm not that guy. I'm I'm the guy that goes in the studio and make the noise and make it sound good, and then yeah. Okay. So like I I. Do you have a, are you on a label or? How? Oh no, oh okay. no, I'm totally, I, I'm complete. So I've, I've always structured my music in, in, in a sense that I have like a production team that I work with. Yeah. Um, it's more like we're, 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 we're a collective than a, a label. Um, so I work with, I work with like, like five to six producers. Um, and they're all over the place. So some of them are, are, are in Toronto. Um, some of them are back home in Rwanda, um, and they are just people that I hit up for like m for music or when they have something that they feel like it's it's more in my lane, they send it to me, and that's basically how I create music. Um, I create music really by having fun. Like it, it's never something that I schedule or structure or anything. I wow. literally have fun, and then we release the shit that I did having fun. <laughs> you know, um, I. I, I've I've refused to to approach music as something that is more serious, um, and what I mean by that is I I I I hate to turning and in, in, to turn it in, into like a yeah. like 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 work. You know, right. I I I don't custom. I don't I don't tailor my music to my audience. For example, like I believe that whoever appreciate my music is because they found it the way it is. So I try my best to not model it to look more or to feel more like something that people are doing right now, because I feel like that is what the, the audience is listening to. Um, so I try not, I really try not to do that. I 
really tr- I, I really see music as as an expression tool like i i i'm a guy with a lot with a lot to say and a lot to share and i share it in in the way of music really um so whenever the only time that i that, that i kind of structure things is when i decide to release a project like an ep for example because that means i have a certain amount of songs that i need to do um so that's when i thinking about i'm i'm thinking about any any type of structure is is when i'm thinking about how many songs do i want do i want to put in this ep and who do i want to work who do i feel and the producers that i work with who do i feel is more suited for this project for example and that's kind of like the the only time that i come close to structuring because that's when i'm going to i'm going to connect with specific people and i'm going to kind of like give them an, uh, give them an idea of the project of 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 the approach that i'm trying to do but all in all i try to keep it as true to m- me as possible you know like i try to really keep it fun again like i really i, I feel like when any time i don't feel the fun in the recording mm. i even get like a like a writer's block i i'm not able to actually like produce anything you know right. so any songs that you hear on my spotify or like my streaming platforms is literally stuff that came about while just playing around in the studio you know mm-hmm. like sitting there and listening to something i'm like oh i like that and then write a hook to it and then it sounds good and we're like oh shit that sounds really good we should probably de- develop this and then maybe write a verse and then that sounds also good so the more things sounds exciting to me it fuels me to do something even more exciting so um that excitement has to be at the beginning of everything mm-hmm, like it sure. has to be like a oh my god i like this mm-hmm. and then sing something i'm like oh my god it sounds so good yeah let's add something oh my god that's that's also that also sounds good so that build up of excitement is how i build songs and at the end of it we just sit down and listen to it and we're like oh shit that that sounds great have you ever let's met let's mix that and and release that have you ever met someone <laughs> who does it in the exact opposite direction and like they like they they are playing to the crowd and and you listen to the stuff and it's like like d- dude you should do something else <laughs> i like it it feels so like wrapped in plastic yeah as shady as that sound i feel like a lot of artists do that now today yeah you know because for example um yeah they're playing to an algorithm they're yeah. playing to some fucking like i i get i and i don't blame them I I don't like trust me as much as I hate doing I I hate that from myself I'm I'm actually I have I'm I'm completely different when other people do it like I you need that I I I'm I need not excited it as a juxtaposition you know yeah I, I'm not excited about it's not it's not something that I listen to I'm like oh my god that is so genius how you copied uh, uh, burn a boy you know <laughs> like I that's not the sentiment that I coming that I'm coming from but if it sounds good it sounds good and it's that that's that's what you're doing you know but i just don't like that for myself like yeah. you know like i i hate how for example like right now in in the Af- in the afro music scene um there's a lot of that going on like you would hear someone with a sound and then you just have to count to 10 every other music that is going to come out after that mm-hmm. will have like huge influences of that and and i and, and i again i don't mind that some of them sounds really entertaining but I will never listen to it in 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 a, in a I would never listen to it from a from a oh my god that just blew my mind that is so new mm-hmm. kind of perspective you know mm-hmm. 
It's and, almost like you have that, to does, get a, does every music need that reaction? I don't I don't know. I don't think so. You know. Yeah. It's almost like like you intellectually have to like the equivalent of like uh, the perfumes where you smell the perfume and then you smell the coffee grinds. Mm-hmm. Like you, when you listen to music, it's important to refresh the, your own uh, navigator slate yes. and say, what the fuck do I like? Yes. Yeah. 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 So like I find myself actually, if there is a trend, I find myself actually working hard to not fall in the trend. Ooh. You know? Yeah. I find myself just like working hard to not even find myself trying to sing a certain way that I feel like it's, it's, I've heard this before, you know, mm-hmm. or like make my music sound a certain way that I feel like I've heard this before, you know, mm-hmm. like I, yeah, that is something that I'm really allergic to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, who, who does fulfill that you, dude, you played at, um, I saw your performance at the center in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Yo. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank fuck you, you dude. Thank That's you. sick. <laughs> thank you. That is crazy. I appreciate that. In thank the you red so much. suit. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really fun. Yo, that, that was really fun. How many people were there? Ooh, a few thousand. Yo. Um, I, I think. Were you was, feeling good? Yeah. Were you feeling yeah. Oh, I, I was feeling. I was feeling really, really good. Like the whole production was <laughs> damn so bomb. Wow. It, was a, it was a really good production. That's someone. It's it feels like the type of event where someone has a, a an earpiece with a fucking oh a yeah speaker. Oh yeah. One of those things. Oh my god! Like let me tell like, you, like in a clipboard. A, like, oh yeah. Okay, Casa, you're on and and let like that's exactly what it was. Yo. That's exactly what it, it was. Like a whole production where. Um, uh, for the first time, I had my own trailer, like a real trailer, wow. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I had my own trailer with my name on it, you know. Yo. And I had like a, like a, like a, you, 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 you we each have like, like a skittles. Well, like you have a whole bunch of shit in your in your trailer. What did <laughs> what did Christian? What is the thing called? Rider. A rider. A rider. What is a rider? It's a rider. It's where they're like, like a technical rider. Would you like um a skittles in a? a oh yeah, 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 yeah. On your right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I think I asked for like a vegan pizza and a <laughs> bottle of of Jack Daniels. Yeah. I don't even drink alcohol, but yeah. I just wanted it. You just wanted it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and Seven uh, dwarves. Yeah, and, and it's and it's and it's one of those things where you have like your own stage manager that comes to get you. On your tra- in your trailer when you when you're next, you know, yeah, and like lead you up wow. the st- up the step and then wow. pass you to a, to to another no, um producer yeah. who is actually producing the whole show, and it's literally like you're in a corner. Oh, like even the rehearsal is crazy because like they tell you exactly where you're going to walk, like which stairs you're going to take and which side of the stage you're going Yo. to be. Was it, that the it first was, time at that scale? Or? No, okay. no. It, but but it had like it, again like when, when you're an underground artist, like you, that's yeah. Th- th- those experiences are like very few. Like yeah. you you mostly just like play like guerrilla kind of <laughs> kind of style of things, you know. Yeah. But like once in a while, you get you get those bookings that are just like va- it makes you feel important. It makes wow. you feel like. Shit, I feel like J Lo. Yeah, yeah, I felt like J Lo yeah, that day. Yeah, J High today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah J High. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt like Beyonce that day. <laughs> yeah, wow. Dude. Yeah, and then the the cred and the 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 video and the the perpetual like capability to book different shows probably from that. Were there st- were there st- strategic byproducts from that? Like, was there like. You mean like bookings coming from, yeah, from different, that? Yeah, different bookings from that or different audience that you, I guess we... I, f- I feel like I did connect with a, with a very new audience. Yeah. Because 
Yeah, I, I feel like I really I really connected with a with a whole new audience because it was it was like a bigger scale f- festival kind of thing. Um, and the cool thing about festival is what that was it? What it it was it was for for Fierté Montreal. Okay. Yeah, it was for Fierté Montreal. So obviously there was there was at, at least like a few thousands people in there that didn't know who the hell I was and but they were jiving hopefully, yeah they, 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 they dug shit. it they dug yeah. it like see I, if there is one thing that I really work on when I'm performing on stage is that I, I, I like to make sure that if I had to come on stage and just stand there and say nothing you would still have a good show <laughs> so so like the the way I look has to has to be a performance on itself before I even open my mouth. Yeah. So like I I really go 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 really in on my on my outfits on stage, um the color schemes, everything. So basically I like to make sure that just me walking from backstage yeah, to guy? my microphone yeah. gives you a show already. Yeah. And then when I start when I open my mouth, it it climaxes even more. Yo. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. I like that. I like that. So, and especially if I know there's going to be like three thousand people looking at yeah. me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a few stops. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, who who does fit the to get a gig like that? It you know even though on the art side you focus on feeling and and congruency, who does play the business side role in your life? Like who is the who's kind of your corralling your uh, getting those gigs or booking and and organizing? Is there a person that or um, one of your producers who is in that role? So uh, a, a a bit of everything. So like, see the, the 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 collective that I work with, we basically just do our own stuff. We'll we'll book our own sh- like we we will organize our own shows and stuff like that but when it comes to like for like outside bookings um the only agent that i have is back home in rwanda so they book agent. me shows back home okay um, but here honestly most of most of the biggest contract that i've had is just people hitting me up directly hmm. and just approaching me and letting me know like uh, we we've seen you somewhere or we've we've watched a video of your performance and we would like to have you on the show. Like a lot, a lot of things literally just comes to me, and I'm like, really, me? Yeah, you know, because again, that's that's the part that I feel like I don't put in as much effort as I should as an artist, you know, um, or or I don't necessarily have like a, like a person who's going gang ho out there trying trying to get me bookings and stuff like that. Um, a lot of it just really comes for me applying. To open calls and um and and i guess what what bites is because i really really make sure that if i'm if i'm on stage i give it a hundred percent so i i like to think it's it's what i put out on, on in my performances that speaks volume when i applied to things you know when i applied to open calls and stuff like that um i've always been in, of the mentality that i First of all, not competing with anybody. Um, if I'm competing, if I'm competing with somebody, I'm competing with myself. Uh, but I've always been on the mentality of I always like to put out work that is at a standard that you wouldn't expect from an artist of my caliber. So because, because here I'm just a, an underground artist, really. But if I'd like to make sure that when you see me, 
you don't see underground. You see, oh shit, this guy should be on the same stage as as everybody else who's up there, basically. You know, so that that's that's really what I focus on. I like to make sure that my music is on a quality that can can hold its own in like if you threw it in a, in an A lister playlist, for example, it can hold its own, it, it can hold its weight. Um, my performances, if you throw it in a, in an A lister's performance, I will still look like I'm pulling my weight, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's really where I put in a lot of work. I like to make sure that any visuals of mine shows quality that I probably don't really have. I mean, show, shows a standard that I probably don't really really fit in, you know. So I like to shoot higher. I like to to aim higher than I than than, than I than you would expect me. Well, it's the only way to uh, if you're going you you wear this <laughs> what's it called dress for the position you want. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And in in French they say pété plus haut que son cul. I don't know if if you speak French. Not yet. So that means farting higher than your ass can fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I like to do that. I like to fart way higher than my asshole can fart. Yeah, and just so, make sure everybody smells that goodness. Yeah, that yeah, the, the peak. Yeah, that peak fart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I like to think that that's really what gets me the the interesting bookings here. Yeah. You know, is because if if I send my if if I send my my my, my electronic press kit to a to a thing, I can convince them that I'm a big deal. <laughs> you know, I can convince them that you want to put me on, on your lineup because, yeah. like, I'm the shit. <laughs> when really, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fake it till I make it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All the secrets are kept in the Trust the Band podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the one episode I don't want you to share. <laughs> don't <laughs> let them know. <laughs> yeah, so basically that's it. So the, 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 the only team that I have really... So I, I've never felt the need to have like a like an elaborate like i'm not opposed to it but excuse me i've never tried to like have like a like a big team here because to to me i've always known that my biggest audience is back home Mm. uh, back in east africa that that, that's really where i feel like i have i have a fan base right i'm I'm actually popular there um here i'm just another guy trying you know, trying to do the dance like everybody, you mm-hmm. know. So I've never really felt the need to have like a like a team here, like someone who's actually going out there to get these bookings or or stuff like that. I always felt like so far, I always felt like the structure ish that I have in place right now does its purpose, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um. So the only team that I have is back home, you know, and. Yeah, when I 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 get bookings from back home, that's like a whole other person that took care of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of uh, like, so the the podcast uh, Trust the Band is understanding the minds, methods, magic, mayhem, and money behind world class music. Mm. And I I'm fascinated by the intersection between art and commerce, like how to live as a professional artist. Mm. And I think that is the um, you know what you said is is so beautiful that you focus on the congruency first and it shows in the reception you can't have a, a lackluster like meaning you apply professionalism to the art that you create but excitement first and congruency yes um on and, and then you i'm baffled by 
like if I could only be less strategic than I am, I have this strategic mind that tries to fucking milk the thing that I'm doing. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like I'm going to create the <laughs> trust the band podcast and it's a brand ladies and gentlemen. Like, and, and I can't escape my own cheesiness, Yeah, you know? And I think that's one of the, the things that like is amazing about what you're, you're doing, um, that you're able to live on art that you love. I, I think, see, I I think I I think there's structure in 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 lack of structure. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. It's, it's like it's like when you say that there there is there is some smart and some kind of madness, or there is some order in disorder. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I, I I feel like one one thing that I, that I feel like I, I've learned from just life, I guess, is honest things attract honest reactions you know yeah um i feel like as 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 long as you really stay honest to what you're doing and make that the point i feel like people will react the way they they should react that gave me a little crying I, oh yeah that gave me a little fucking <laughs> tear dude that fucking yeah. is so beautiful <laughs> yeah yeah oh, that, got, you know, that resonated <laughs> that, that hit the crystal yeah. <laughs> yeah so 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 that's that's really uh. what 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 i realized because like I, i've i've been i've i've I've, I've for I've forever been that artist that is not sure if what I'm doing is the right thing. Yeah, you know, I've forever been that artist that is not sure if I should just like drop this rebellion, rebellious mind of mine to just like do things the way I think. Yeah, I I will do it and just like go and do it exactly the way everybody is doing it because I can see them like winning, you know, and I, and and sometimes I I I lie to myself that they're winning because they're playing the game the way it's expected to be played, you know? But um, there's little things in my life that always reminds me that, no, this is how you're playing this game. Yeah. You know, this is how you're playing it. And yeah. just don't forget that. Like, there's many times where I have even sat down and, 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 and think, shit, like, I, I'm, I'm in a country where... I'll give an example. For example, like, I would... You know, in in my in my in my little um, uh, collective of, of of artists, you know, we're we're, we're always it's 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 like we're all work together unofficially, you know. So there there is always like one of us who maybe does like R and B or like pop stuff, you know, and you see them getting the the playlists, you know, the the the, the official playlists on, on on Spotify and stuff like that, and um, you see them getting like. The interesting, like um, little showcases and stuff like that, and there, there has been a part in in, in my artistry where, where I sat down. And I'm like, shit, maybe this whole Afro sound doesn't work here, you know? Like maybe the audience that I'm trying to 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 play to doesn't really listen to this like maybe this is too different for, for them you know maybe if because i can you know like maybe if i just like dropped everything and just like started doing like r&b music and like popish sounding stuff you know maybe i'm gonna get those those exposures too maybe i'm gonna get on get on those playlists and stuff like that you know but then out of nowhere you'll get this booking that gets you playing in a stadium in front of like thousands of people and you're like holy shit so they want they wanted that shit they wanted that shit that i was like minimizing yesterday you know and i'm like maybe this shit works after all you know 
and then uh, that will give me like the fuel to like keep pushing it for a little while you know but i i i as as rebellious as i am and as much as i want to be true to what i do you know i do have those moments where i sit down i'm like maybe i should i should have a you know maybe i should try to audition for like a management team you know mm. but there's always there's always something that reminds me why what why i do the things the way i do and why it works for me you know there's always like little unconventional things that will happen and i'm like oh that's my lane that that's yeah this is what i'm doing you know so let me let me keep pushing it a little bit and see how you know and, but there's always those little frustrations on as an artist you know to like to look at others and be like oh my god so maybe they're maybe they're they're, they're they're doing it because they have like a a dude managing them and they have like a, a label and all that you know but then things will happen to me that I'm like oh shit that hasn't happened for that guy <laughs> so you know so maybe I'm doing the right thing <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah so yeah. dude what you just said was fucking deep like the uh yeah I'm just thinking about how um as any form of art it's so connected to the spiritual fingerprint of that person that I was thinking about the contrast between like, I have an uncle who just looks down on me. He fucking mm. hates me. Mm. And, and he's not my like blood uncle, but he, he, I can, anytime I see him, it's like, Oh, poor you. Like, oh like, shit. You know? And, and I, and L- I, let me guess. Is, is he like, is, is he like a financial guy? Is he, is he in he, the bank? He might as well be. Okay. 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 That, <laughs> he, he plays <laughs> golf with that guy. Oh you shit. Know? Yeah. Know? He's that dude. He's that yeah, dude. He's that. Okay. And like, Oh, it's, it's such a shame that you wasted, you know, like, it, mm. it, and, and what they, but I feel like those types of people are just conditioned so deeply that they they think that who they are is they've removed themselves so far from their own identity yeah. that they've conformed to that thing yeah yeah and that the artist is the person who accepts what their intuition tells them to do yeah 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 no i agree like yeah, so much yeah. of society is just around conforming to other people's expectation of what the fuck yeah. is real? See, see, I, I, I always think that that's my strength and my downfall. Like I'm such a rebel. Like I, I, I am such a rebel that I am just so obsessed to do things the way I see fit. You know, even if there is like ten people in my ears telling me that maybe you should be doing this. You know, it works better if you do this. You know, but if somewhere in my gut I feel like this is how. I think I want to do it. I'm just going to do it. And like, and I'm the kind of person that sometimes, because like sometimes being rebellious fail too, you know, like it's yeah. not like, it's not, you know, it's I not like, wrong. you know, it's not like, but like I'm, I'm the kind of person that even when I'm wrong, I am going to ride that train. I'm going to ride that wrong train. What do you mean? Train. You're going like, to ride the wrong train. Oh yeah. Like yeah. even, like even when now I, when I'm I wrong like, song, let's play the wrong song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like basically, basically, like if if I if I went like a like a route that I eventually start realizing that oh my god maybe it was the wrong route I'd be like fuck it oh, you're yeah? gonna see me walking it still like <laughs> I'll keep walking down this road until where it fails 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 and then yeah but I like, guess what they're gonna see me walking that road because I said I'm gonna walk that so I can, I can be a little bit a little bit. um 
ridiculous in that sense, yeah. you know. But like, it's it's also because I feel like when it works, it's so good because it worked despite everything. Yeah, you know, I like that shit. Like, I feel like I feel like even if I fail ten times and, and succeed one time, the sweetness of the fact that I succeeded, like despite everything. Ooh, it that gives me such feeling. a high yeah. that I'm ready to fail another 10 times and still like be smiley while failing. Fucking you know? right. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen to that, dude. Yeah. So that, that's kind of like, that's kind of like how I, I live through everything. Yeah. Everything. Like I, I, I am not scared to be different. I am not scared to do things differently. I am not scared to say the wrong thing, you know? Um, just as long as that's really how I felt in that moment. That's really what matters to me, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, dude. Fun. Mm-hmm. Fun. I like to think it's fun. <laughs> I like to think it's fun. It what might you, not look fun sometimes, but it's fun. What are you resonating with lately? What's been like the general theme of things that you're fascinated in, in love with? Oof, that's a heavy question. What am I fascinated with lately? I think oof, it's a lot of things. I can't I, like I, like what I'm trying to like dive my mind into it feels like it's diving in such a market of things. Like it's such a market noise of things. I'm like, which one do I actually put? Which one do I actually talk about? I feel like I'm uh, like there's a lot of things that I'm gravitating towards to right now. Um, Music wise, I I have been I have been trying to listen to things that I wouldn't, for example, find myself easily listening to. Um, and sometimes it, it it comes to me in in the most weird ways possible. Um, but but like I, I I feel like for example like music wise, I'm not interested to 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 listen to anything that I, that I, that I find familiar, you mm. know? So like the moment I discover, like the moment a friend sent me something that feels just like very different from what I've ever heard. Like I've been really gravitating a lot towards like things that just like feels super different to me and super new to me. Um, and I think that's kind of like in, in, in a lot of parts of my life. Like I'm, I'm just open to new things. Mm. I'm just open to like something that feels different to me, you know? Um. Yeah, I I don't know if that that answers your question. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I've been just like what gravitating have been those towards things. Like some of the things that come in that are completely different. Like, what would be a an example? Music. So so there is. I don't I don't ever know what it what it's called. But like, there is this. There is this stuff that 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 I, that a friend. So the the guy that that was playing guitar for me, um, uh, David, made me listen to something interesting. So. Gosh, I don't, I don't even know the title of the song. I just have it somewhere on my phone. But like, it's uh it's this weird music. Like a, a lot of, a lot of uh, songs that I've heard that on. It sounds almost like a, like it's like um, it's like rock music, like metal rock music. Okay. But like, it's, it's um, 
I think it's, it's called rock music. What do you? <laughs> no, 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 I, I, it sounds like some kind of like 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 rock music. I don't know exactly what it is, you know. But like, is, the is thing, there a name of it? Is it a band? I a particular band? Or I can't think of any. any I, I can look at my phone and, and tell you. But like yeah. see, the 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 feel of it that I liked is like this music that is like you, you know the screamo music. The people that sound like that. You know. Yeah. You know how like the, their songs have like very heavy guitar that goes like. Vroom, 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 vroom. So there is like this this song that that my friend sent me and i found myself so i like digging into like listening to more stuff like that and like they have a way of doing the music where they will sing while it will be like very intense while they're singing and then when they stop it's like a full stop it's like a silent stop like like let's say i'll be saying i don't know like um la 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 and it's it's interesting i don't know what it's called i don't know the style of music so that shit has been really taking like <laughs> way too much space in my mind and i've been trying to figure out how how like how i can i can draw some kind of inspiration from like that kind of like those kind of silence and like include them in my music somehow um yeah so music wise that is the latest thing that i've listened to and i've been like oh my god this is so different and, like and where can that meet like an afro sound like is it even possible to like bring that kind of element in, in an afro sound and yeah so things like that will f will really you will really find find me like thinking for hours just because of how different it is and how i'm trying to like see how it can fit with me or not you know <laughs> yeah so music wise th that is I need to be better at like figuring out the names of styles and stuff like that. I, I, I have a mind that is so funny. Like I don't retain details of things. Mm. Like I retain like the general information of stuff mm. and details, not so much. Like, for example, if you ask me, like if I have like a show in, in five days, I don't know the time of the show. I roughly know the date. I don't know the venue. I don't know the name of the venue. And I most of the time don't know like how like what what's the what's the like the ticket price. Like I don't know those details. Like when you tell me, for example, you have a show, I'll retain this basic information. Oh, so I'm playing here, I'm playing a 30 minute set and it's on this date. But like if you just happen to ask me something like, Oh, so how much is it? That's when I realize that oh shit. I don't know how much is it. So I, I, I have a I have a hard time retaining like important details. I just get like a general thing. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the the, the that music is something is rock sounding things. That's what I'm gonna say for now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though the uh, the the context of that. How um, what I'm getting from what you said is that. Context over content, like like you're not tapping into a particular trend, but you are, and we are all instructed by certain elements that are instructive. Yeah, like see, and you get to select what that is. You get to choose, like it's the start stop. Yeah, and how can I apply that to Afro music? Yeah, that's see, the creativity. The, the the thing about me is things have to have to speak to me very honestly like if i just if i if i if i listen to something and it honestly just like speak to something inside of me then i'm gonna i'm gonna react to it i'm gonna do something about it you know but i don't 
I don't react to things just because it's causing a reaction right now. Yeah, I'm not necessarily going. Yeah, I'm not necessarily gonna gonna react to that. I could, you know, I could, but I'm not necessarily gonna react to that. I'm so honest and and rebellious at how I respond to things, and it has to hit. It has to hit in a certain way, and that just happened to hit. You know, that just happened to hit. <laughs> yeah, and and I think and I think the less it's popular, the less it's it's speaking yeah. to more people, the more I'm like ooh. Yeah. It's just me. We're a small club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, is am I allowed to ask questions by the way? Sure. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah. what about you? Like what 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 speaks to you right now? Like what kind of EDM. what kind of EDM, dude. Ooh. EDM. Ooh. I okay, fucking okay, love okay, EDM. Okay. I never thought that I would love like dude, I listen to the bass essentially the same drum track. Yeah. For hours, <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Like that shit. I have. It's the same thing. Like, and there, there, there are popular EDM tracks. Mm-hmm. I just don't give a fuck. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I love making it. I love like figuring out those why those swells of energy pop up. The the pitch frequency a backwards reverse snare uh, uh pop or yeah. symbol yeah pop but by the way the song that i was te- the music that i was telling you it's actually like a like an interesting cross between rock music and edm now that i think about it okay yeah i, th- I think that's what it that's that's I could be wrong, but yeah. I think that's what they're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I I had an EDM phase at some point, yeah. but I was listening to probably like the worst EDMs you could you could imagine. I, <laughs> like I was what? listening to, to Skrillex. Okay, that's great. Is it good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So I, I, there was a time where I became like really into Skrillex, but I, I think that lasted like a couple of weeks. Yeah. It sounds like a robot's yeah. butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I, but I think I was just into it for like a couple of weeks, yeah. like a month at the most, and then I was like, ah. I like you what know. you said, man. Like the the, uh, to I don't have any particular. I'm I have a I, my I'm programming an ideology which is called question marks over full stops, mm. and and it's like I, I like that. Yeah, I dig question it. marks over full stops. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. And like, I like the question marks live an opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. A, I like that. A question mark is exactly what you would think. It, it like, th- what's the thing for? Huh? Mm. You're like that symbol. Mm. Like a question mark is definitely like well, I don't fucking know. Yeah, like if you I think like of that. that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Question marks over full stops. Yeah, because you don't know. Like I don't. You seem to you. I picked up that you frame things in a way that is almost the antithesis. Like if something's popular, then I'm going the opposite direction. Uh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. And and I think that I'm both. And it's like, I think about it like, here's what's popular. Here's the opposite. That's what's cool to me is the, mm. the both. That flow. The, the, yeah, 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 the, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I dig that. Yeah, no, I literally work against trends. Yeah. 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 I, I work against Most trends. Most trends fucking suck. I mean, it, 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 once they start, it's cool. Yeah. And then it's the, the, the follow-up that's so lame. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and sometimes... 
and sometimes there are some trends that I'm I'm sad that it's a trend because I'm like oh, man, I could have loved that if only like everybody's not making <laughs> yeah? a big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I, see I that's where I would hop in. Why not go yeah. into it? <sighs> see, I like I am a rebel. Yeah, like I am a rebel. There is a rebellious mind inside of me that will be like, oh no, we're not <laughs> doing that. We're not we're not gonna go and sit with everybody. Yeah, <laughs> you know? No, yeah. we're not gonna do that. Yeah. We're gonna be out here yeah. being different and being weird. And then hopefully the people that went over there for that cool shit yeah. will start seeing the weird shit as something interesting and they'll come over here. Right. And yeah, yeah. Sometimes that doesn't happen. <laughs> They just stay with the cool shit and you're like, <laughs> like you're, as you're, a you're, premise you're, though, you're that's in a, weird... a party of your own, like a party of one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like as a as like a fundamental premise, it's like I mean, isn't there uh, like I will stick to my square wheels? Basically, <laughs> I don't give dude, a fuck. I, I, square I, wheels are the shit. Dude, I ride one square wheel. <laughs> you know, like I will ride that square wheel. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me. That is me. You know, and and no matter how many times I fall, they're gonna see me on yeah. my square wheel. Yo, yeah, this... that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so yeah. funny dude no but but like but like see it, I, i feel like so, some, sometimes th there are a few things that have kind of like rewarded that that um uh, that rebellious mentality of mine that it rewarded it enough for me to to to, to think that it's worth it you know it's, it's gonna lead somewhere you know it doesn't matter how much it doesn't make sense right now sometimes it eventually makes sense you know sure because like for example like um See, like, like, like back home when 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 I started music back back in Rwanda, um, it, it there was kind of like an unspoken rule that if you are a Rwandan musician, you kind of have to play uh, folk songs and folk songs. and traditional songs, mm -hmm. you know, traditional music and traditional. Uh, Rwandese music, you know, but it was only because, like, for generations and generations, we grew up just listening to Rwandan music being very proper and very traditional and very fol folkloric, you know, that you will even find like young aspiring musicians aspiring to that, aspiring to like the folk stuff, you know, the folkloric stuff, the traditional music stuff, you know. But when I started, I straight up started doing R&B in Kinyarwan in my native language which funny enough at that time it was not well received like at all like at all because people felt like you were trying to imitate American music mm. like back at that time music just like the music understanding back home was in such a way that they felt like anything that didn't sound folkloric was foreign, you know? Uh, anything that didn't sound like traditional Rwandan music was foreign. And if you're trying to do something f that sounds foreign, you're copying. Like, the, we didn't have an understanding that... That's ironic. Yeah, you know, we didn't have the understanding that that, that R&B is, is, is a... It's it's just like a, a genre of music. It's a, it's a it's a it's a style of music, you know. Uh, funk is a style of music. Um, techno, like whatever, all those are just like style of music. Like the language you sing it in doesn't matter. Like you can sing R and B music in I don't know, like in in any language basically. So that concept was not familiar back home, you know. 
and I, I I like to think that I am actually that like the one person that really draws it in. Like I really really like made people em- embrace it in a way. But in a funny way, there's many things like that that I was first to introduce back home that I caught a lot of flack for. Like people were like, "Oh no, it sounds terrible." Like you really sound like you literally sound like you're trying to copy Americans, but like you're just chilling it in, in in our native language. That that is ridiculous. If you're going to sing in our native language, sing traditional music kind of thing. But the funny thing is, like a lot of these things eventually evolved, you know, and eventually became understood. And literally, everybody that were inspired by me by starting it will come and do it and they'll get the praises that I never got. Like they'll be like, Oh, Oh, so that is that R&B stuff. Oh, it sounds okay. It sounds all right. And then the more people do it, they're like, Oh, I guess this R&B shit sounds okay. in Kiarana. It's fine. You know, and people will be like, Oh, they're good. They're fine. But like the whole time that I was introducing it, I was literally fighting people. Like I was literally like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And people are like, ah, oh, well, okay. You're going to do that copy shit. Fine, you do that. You're not creative. And then everybody that comes after me doing that, they're like, oh, they're so creative. Wow. They're doing like this music that will sound American, but like in, we can we can understand it. Wow. Amazing. You know, so uh, there's been so many things back home that it's well known that I influenced that. But I never I never got any praises for it. But everybody I came after got the praise. When was the last time you've been back? I went back home in 2002. Okay. Yeah. No, sorry. No, in 2012. 22. Oh, Sorry. Okay. We're we're in 2024, right? I told you I don't do numbers and details. Two years ago. It was in 2022. So two two years ago, I was back home. Wow. Yeah, I was headlining a festival there. Fucking right. Yeah, yeah. I went went to headline a, a pretty dope festival in the mountains. And Damn. then I also played like my own little showcase show in the city. And when know. are you going back? Do you know? <sighs> like, if I could, man, I would go every year. Like, yeah. I would go every year because again, that's really where I have like my my biggest audience. Yo, so it's always fun to be there. It's always I, fun to be back home. I don't make commitments that I can't keep. But and and I I would fucking go with you, dude. You would have a Yo. time of your life Yo. if you went to Rwanda. Rwanda <laughs> sounds like so no, much fucking especially fun, especially if you went with me. Because like, is it dangerous? No, no, no. Okay, Rwanda is not only the cleanest but the, but the safest city yeah. in in Africa. Yeah, Rob, like, how far I feel, away is it from Zambia? From Zambia, pretty far. Okay. I don't know how many kilometers or like. Again, yeah. I don't do numbers. Yeah, <laughs> I don't do details like that. But like, it's it's pretty far from. My Zambia, friends I from. Think. I have a friend in Zambia. Uh, wait, Z- Zambia is is, like, is is West Africa. Uh, I don't know. We, we are in the east. We, we're in the we're, east. We're, in we're the, like East Africa. East yeah, Africa. Yeah, okay. yeah. So like, the, I think the, it's the, mid. It's like it's middle. It's it's like middle east ish. You know, like Congo yeah. is is more Mid- middle middle. Yeah, we middle, are middle. like right on the. We're, we're at the beginning of the east. That sounds like fun, dude. Yeah. See, the, the the funny thing is, is is that I like I literally live and I'm very and I'm and I'm very lucky like that. I literally live two different lives. Like I in Canada, I'm I'm an underground musician. When I'm here, I can live my life freely, you know, everything's fine. In Rwanda, I am actually pretty popular there, like yeah. to the point where like you get recognized it, and shit. Oh yeah, it's 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 sometimes hard to like you know enter like 
very crowded pl- places because it, it can be kind of like a bit, bit it hard must be to, like, a trip navigate. yeah yeah are you it's, married no 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 I, listen the marriage is the thing that we don't do <laughs> like <laughs> i don't do none of that none of the marriage no no, no 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 i don't believe in marriage i don't i <laughs> I, I think it's a kids? huge scam. Yeah, I have kids. I have two kids. Do you have two kids? Yeah, I have two kids and and, and they're very old. <laughs> like they're yeah. not having kids. Yeah. yeah wow. <laughs> they're not having kids. My, my my son is 22. Holy shit. My dude. daughter is is turning 15. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. You were you while you were hosting the fucking radio show? Is that when you had kids? Yeah. yeah. So I my, my, I had my first dude, that's kid when a I was like trip. what? I was like what? That is I was a like trip. I, I think I was like 9 when I when I when I when I got, when I had my son, yeah. nineteen or eighteen, eighteen ish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. How? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So you go back and you're like, Daddy, Big Daddy. Basically, yeah. like my Watch my out. my name my name is is, is very serious. Like Daddy, I'm actually a dad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm actually a dad. There's actually people that call me Daddy seriously, and it's. It's it's serious, you know. That's sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so but see, home is is a different experience. Like I, I always like I, I, it's like you you know you know how like you know how celebrities wish they had a uh, um they could turn it off sometimes like or like or or like yeah yeah or or like if, like when they go outside and they and they like disguise themselves to be able to, like go incognito, like right. basically. I get to have a bit of both worlds. Like I just have in to Canada. take. Yeah, I just have. I just have to to hop sure. on a plane if I want to feel important and and famous. <laughs> you know, go home and I'll have like a whole month of feeling famous and and loved and revered. You know, and like as soon as maybe that becomes too much, yeah. all I gotta do is just jump on a plane and like land in Canada and nobody even knows that I just walk by. It's such a, a weird thing. Uh, I've had it at only a very micro level, but it's such a weird thing when someone has a conception of you and they they're weird or like they have an agenda. Like, yeah, it must be such a fucking weird thing for you. It, it is as an artist. It is interesting. Like, for example, like I when you're talking and they're like not really they're 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 hearing an image of what yeah. they think yeah. as opposed to like. And, and and people people have a have an idea of 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 fame that has nothing to do with reality. Like for example, if you asked like a like an average Rwandan person what they think my life is here, they'll yeah. probably d- describe like Chris Brown's life. Like they'll probably like think that I I live in a mansion with like five cars and yeah. and uh you know like because that's their idea of of a celebrity. You yeah. know, like they, they that's really their like you. It's like I have a personality, and then there is a, a a version of me that lives in people's heads back home that has nothing to do with me. Yeah. That is literally like the farthest thing from what I, I probably am, you know. <laughs> but like that's that's just what it is. Like, pe- like I think when you're when you're a, when you're a popular person, you're more of an idea to people than a, an actual person. Like you're an idea. Yeah. You're a you know like because like for it, it takes me. Even when I'm back home, it takes me like a, like a week of of a transition to be used to the fact that this is who I am here, you know. Because 
I'm from Toronto. Like we're not very friendly people. Like, you, <laughs> like, like if if you approach a Torontonian with your phone in their face, they will smack you. You know, like so. I'm always this close to smacking somebody who's taking a picture of me because I'm like, why the fuck are you taking a picture of me? And like, it it always takes like a <laughs> few seconds to compute. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm famous here. So it's normal that someone will have their phone in my face, like taking a picture of me. Yeah. And like, li- I, fucking weird. And dude. I will literally calm down like within that second, but like. Two seconds before that, I was very real to like turn the Toronto on and be like, "What the fuck do you want? You're too close," and you know some shit like that. So like it, it's it's an interesting thing for me to be in a place where I have to remember who I am to people and try to kind of like adjust to that yeah. in a weird way. It's still weird for me, you know, like when someone makes a big deal about meeting me, for example. Because I'm like, it probably puts you in a in a um, when you meet other people who are as famous as you that's where you feel like oh i'm a nobody again is that is does that exist as well where you're like oh this person's famous and you kind of like understand each other or Mm. who where do you feel that sense of like this is just a trip it's just what it is it's just a weird fucking psych trip actually no like when i when i'm back home especially and i meet like other like famous personalities there that is actually when it when I remember how to act, because that's what I mean, yeah, yeah, be, because because no, no, that is where I remember how to act famous. Because like I, I live like a, oh, I, I live my life here where I'm nobody, you know. Yeah. So I'm used to being nobody, yeah, you know. So it's when I'm back home that I almost like learn how to be famous from other famous people. Okay. Like if if I'm if I'm with a famous friend and I see how they, because like that's their life. They that's how they live every day. So like yeah. it's a lot of the reactions are expected to them and the way their body language about how they respond to this is different from mine like yeah. there's always a for me for me there's always like a like a side of 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 shit like you really making that much of a big deal like really but like to them it's like they're used to this like it's it's very expected and and they almost almost kind of like demand that attention you know and it's only when I, when I when I can look at someone else from the outside and how they carry themselves through that kind of space that I remember that, oh shit, I need to make it look more natural, you know? I need to make make it more like, I, I, I'm I used to this. And like this, yeah, I do this every day. But like, in reality, I, I'm more used to being an anonymous person than a famous person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because like, every time I'm, I'm, I'm only home for like, maybe like a month or two at, at the time. So, yeah, like that, ver- and I go home like maybe like every two years. So I will spend that two years being a normal person, and then only for a month. That's yeah. when I get to be like a famous person. So it, it 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 doesn't it doesn't balance. Yeah. So like in in a way, I'm more used to being a normal just nobody, you know, than being that. So. I find myself Dude, doing I got, a lot I gotta, of work to be I'm, that. I'm going. I'm going. You should you. come. You yeah. should definitely come. Like <laughs> you should definitely who, come. Who, like who, I, who I, I have you? a few. Who's the biggest promoter in in Rwanda? Like a like a show promoter. Show. You call them and be <sighs> like, "Yo, book a book a show for this summer." <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, we'll there. I have a booker there. I have a booker there. Like, if I, there? Yeah, 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 I have a booker there. So yeah. if, if I if I need to play something up, I could probably make it make it happen. <laughs> Yo, that <laughs> I could probably Rwanda, make it happen. Rwanda summer, the Rwandan summer. <laughs> Yo, you would have a trip because, like, like. Yo, it's probably. See, I I, yeah. o- I always plan to like take people that just like know me here and just like take them home. Yeah, because like I, I I almost also just like want to see through their eyes yeah. how they they look at the contrast because like it's it's 
fascinating to me. Yeah. Like, I always want to see it also Africa through someone else's eyes. Africa sounds like the shit, dude. It sounds like it a is. fucking cool place. Oh, man, it is. It is. Like, ju- just it's for the weather. It's an old place. I'm sorry? Yeah, it's an old place. Yeah, yeah. The like, weather. The I always picture it like a desert. No. Every place just like a desert. I've never been to like, a desert at all in Africa. I don't know. Like, there's this image in my mind of, like, like all fucking, it's like, like, dust roads and shit dude it's you so... would trip balls i know let me tell you i know i know <laughs> i know you would trip balls like kigali is probably it's one of the most modern like euro like and and that's one thing that i kind of like hate about it sometimes when i'm back home that like, it can so... give you a little bit too I much of an exp- my... sorry I, I like that sounds so dumb what yeah. you just said and i feel so stupid oh no 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 not at all so not at all see, see here's the funny thing here's the funny thing i only understood that when i first went to america that's when i understood the fascination that people have when they when they come back home because like Back when I lived there, that's really all I knew, you know, so this is normal to me. Yeah. But I always seen like like Europeans or Americans that come home and they're literally like, they cannot stop, they cannot shut up about how much they're impressed. Because I'm like, why are you impressed? Like, what what, what were you expecting? Yeah, right. like, they, they're, they're literally like, oh my God, it's crazy. <laughs> like, this is even cleaner than the New York. Like, the streets are cleaner here than where I come from. Yeah. And I'm just like what trash can these people come from? Like, what kind of dumpster they come from that they will be impressed by this? To us, it's normal, you know? But it's only when I went to America for the first time and literally get, get get acquainted with the American culture and how really America makes you makes you get used to the fact that everything is at the tip of your, of, of your fingers, literally, that you don't really you're not really interested in what's outside of here. So your idea of outside of, uh, of what's outside of, of your world is very distorted. It's yeah. really, it's really from like a movie that you've seen, probably like a, like a, like a Bushman desert somewhere in South Africa movie. It, I, you know? I picture it like the fucking, <laughs> like the, the one 800, like save this kid. Like you that's, see what that's I mean? the fucking image that I get but, in my head. But, but here's the thing. And here's I know it's thing. bullshit. I'm not, it's, dude. it's actually not, it's actually not. Here's the okay. thing. When that is, that is your only image that you've ever had of a place. That is really, that you, reality is about what you, what you know, like yeah, the information right. that you have. So yeah. that's really your reality about where it is, you know? And that's why it blows people's minds when they, when, when they come there. Cause yeah. they realize that, Oh my God, there's a fucking mall. Yeah. yeah. Like they're like, Oh my, this looks like Beverly Hills. Yeah. Like this is insane. Yo. And the fact that you don't expect that blows your mind to a point where we don't understand it. We're like, what the fuck was he expecting? Yeah. Cause, right. Cause to us, it, it's, it's normal. It's, yeah. it's like if someone came here, yeah. In your neighborhood, they're like, oh, oh like, my God. don't live God. in igloos? Yeah. Like, yeah. you guys don't live in a jungle? Yeah. Holy sh- There's buildings? Yeah. And roads? Holy yeah. sh- There's a subway station here? See, if someone came here and had that impression, it would look just as weird and as you. Like, what the yeah. fuck is with this guy? Yeah. So yeah. it's only when I got introduced to where they come from yeah. and understand the only image that they, that they get to have of, of where I come from that I under that everything about people that I've seen coming home and being all blown away made sense finally yeah you know because I'm like oh oh because oh. because here's the thing here's the thing the same thing happened to me because 
my idea of America is in the movies. Right. You know? It's and especially, a, like, if it, the first place that I went was L.A. To oh, me, shit. everything that I've ever seen in L.A., yeah. about L.A. in movies, like, yeah. you know, like, it's fancy shit. When I saw a homeless person, yeah, but, and, and here's the, the, the one thing that blew my mind, seeing a white homeless person what? slipping on the street, I was like, he is poor? Yeah. Like, this white dude is poor. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, he's a homeless person. And I'm like, <laughs> like, you mean he has no home and he lives in L.A.? Yeah. Like, so you mean like, so everybody don't have a mansion here? Like, and, a, and a swimming pool in the back? So it's basically your reality of places is really about the information that you have of the place, mm -hmm. you know? And if that information is inaccurate, then it's normal that you, that your view of the place is inaccurate, you know? Yeah, I, sure. I, I, don't, I, I don't find that... I don't necessarily see that as 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 an ignorant idea. I just it's just think myopic. That, that, it's yeah. myopic. It's yeah. like it's it's very. It's not even small minded. It's just small. Yeah, yeah. especially I don't know how like how old are you? If I may ask, thirty four. Yeah. I think. So so people of like our gen, we, we like I hate to break it to you, but we are the old generation now. We're old yeah. people now. You yeah, know, right. like people of our generation didn't even grow up with the internet that much. You yeah. know, like know. we we didn't have like direct access to things that is not so filtered by the media that we consume you see yeah. what i mean so yeah. if you're from if you're from from that's true like from, it would take one video like hey rwanda I mean? right now yeah. like oh that's what it looks like but it's just because I, I i'm stuck in a fucking time but, warp but go ask a tiktok generation kid yeah. i'm pretty sure he has seen like music videos of africans now that yeah. show that are shot in africa and they are aware that it's not a desert for example you know so it's really about the information that you, that you get to have god you know like we, we I hope are no one brings this up connected. again i hope no one brings this up <laughs> they will i am now now th that Im yeah yeah i have that image of myself yeah like, no i'm honestly, that guy honestly I'm i don't even fucking I, die right now. honestly i don't even think that it, it's there's anything wrong with that the yeah. what's wrong with it is the information information that you had access to yeah you're not wrong to only have access to that information yeah is the fact that that's all that you had access to that's wrong you know you're not the wrong one in the equation it's the information that was wrong you know that's <laughs> yeah. it like I, I never yo but let's go yeah let's go you would trip balls if Fucking you let it at rwanda right now <laughs> you would trip balls. it's a it's an insane place. some sexy mamas i bet there's some sexy mamas there <sighs> Some sexy ass mamas. Yeah. See, Rwanda, Burundi, basically like all those countries in East Africa, like fight me, meet me outside and fight me. But just beautiful people in general, like yeah. men and women, everybody is actually gorgeous there for some reason. Yeah. Like everybody just like looks like so milky good. people. Milky people are like what, super black. What people. is milky? Like milk, like a uh, milk chocolate people, or oh, like, like 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 light skin people. Light, light, there's a bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit of like Somalia is like super black. Like they're like. Yeah. Like so, what is the blackest place in Africa? Sudan. Sudan. Yeah. Yo, those people are yeah, like Sudan black are, as fuck. Su yeah, Sudan can actually look Sudan. Sudanese sometimes they have like a black that is shiny. Yeah. You know, it's oof, it's very impressive sometimes. Yeah, I sometimes I, I I wish I was that dark. Cause like, ooh, there's just like a way that that the light shines on that kind of dark skin. Yeah. That looks spectacular. Like you look like you're looking at a like a at a an art. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. So, like, see, 
back home the, white the, people aren't magical like that you yeah. know like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like you never look at like a white person wow yeah. you are so white yeah you, you, the way you, you shine you, you like, would be surprised there's actually like villages where they don't necessarily get to actually see a white person the, the only time they've ever seen a white person is in tv yeah so it's almost like to them they're mythical creatures yeah. that you only see in tv so when they actually see one like walking their streets yeah especially kids yeah kids are very honest Like, yeah, you know, right. They what? will literally come to you and they're like, "What? I love kids. What are you? Yeah. Like, what are you? And, and <laughs> yeah. like, you can speak. Like, you are just a wonder to them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, there there are places in, in in the outskirt villages where you would you you would Yo, yeah you would go. feel famous. <laughs> I'll go with you, and it's double. Yeah, let's go. Double let's... mind fuck. The f the real famous Let's guy, go. the fucking weird like Let's alien. Go. You you would love it there. Now, I I I love the contrast. I love it. I love it. Like anytime I anytime I go home, it's literally like for me to just like go in and soak in like some love and whatever, and yeah. then come back here and you know live life. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. No, you would love it. You would yeah. love it. Definitely, you would love it. Yeah, I love it there. Yeah. Yo, what time? Is it four? Is it getting on four? Is it actually getting on four? 3.48. Shit. Oh, shit. Yo, We're a chatty bunch. We're fuck. a chatty bunch. <laughs> Yo, we went. We went. <laughs> We're a chatty bunch, yeah. <laughs> Yo, um, let's yeah. let's close it. I, I'm so fat. I love you, dude. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank Yo. you. I really appreciate that you, you you got me here, really. like I, I Again, like like I told you, like I... I I I genuinely get surprised when people want to do things with me because I'm like I don't I'm not one of those guys that really go out there to like run I don't I feel like I don't do enough of a job to put myself out there you know so when someone just happened to have discovered me I'm like oh shit yeah but, but thank you <laughs> you know thanks you know well, it, thanks to uh, Queen uh, Big Daddy Queen Power yes because uh, that was uh, I you know I just I didn't ch I checked out your music before you came yeah. Yeah, thank you but uh it was you hopped on stage and you were so present and you big smile and i was like this <laughs> guy's the fucking you. shit and you were <laughs> like you. the second last performance and i left in the middle of your set oh no i, I didn't stay for the whole thing oh shit so you're lying you didn't like that shit at all oh, i so loved it you had to get up and go you didn't like that shit. i loved it <laughs> I'm, just, I loved i'm just kidding, it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but i was like i'm going home i was pooched and uh i was like yeah i'm gonna reach out and i'm so glad that i did it's such thank a pleasure you so i love thank your you, music thank you. the thank song uh so where's uh, casa C A S S A, uh, Instagram. What's the handle? Where to go? So on Instagram, I am Casa Mafia with two Fs, cause yeah. Uh, so it's Casa C A S S A M A F F I A. Um, Casa Mafia. And yeah, if you're on my Instagram, you'll basically get access to everything. Really, like, just check check the little link in my bio. It has links to everything. I'm not huge on social media, so like the one that I'm really really active on is Instagram. So go there and you'll see the other shit that I'm not really active on. <laughs> you'll find everything there. <laughs> yeah. Any shows coming up? Yes. Yeah, so I have a show on the 25th of February. Um, 25th of February. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm finally like doing my first headline show. Yeah. Yeah. in montreal yeah. fucking right yeah yeah, yeah. Yo. so i am i um Where? it's gonna be at the petit campus again okay so it's gonna cool. be at the, at the petit i'll campus. stay for the whole set please please because yeah. you, you you know what you yeah. were at the last it was like you were at the end of the night and i was yeah. like fucking yeah. tired dude yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. you said i'm really older generation i'm like yeah. 
It's getting toward 11. Trust me, at the end of my set, I went home and got in my bed. Right, no, served my master first, and then I went in my bed. Yeah, yeah What's trust his name? me. Casper. Casper. Ca- Lord Casper. Lord Casper. <laughs> yes, Hello, yes. my lord. <laughs> yeah, he's waiting for me right now. Yeah. I'm like, where is he? Yeah. My poop was not picked up. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's at Petit Campus. Yeah, it's going to be at Petit who, Campus. Who are you playing with? What's the what's the lineup? You're um, headlining. It's just going to be me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As, as far as I know right now. So yeah. it's just going to be me. Um, I'll open if you I want. Might... Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hey. I'll, if we'll, you want. We'll we'll talk. Yeah. We'll definitely talk. Yeah. We'll definitely I'm talk. not putting you on the spot. You, <laughs> I'll send you some EDM stuff. Absolutely. We'll yeah. definitely talk. So, like, I'll I, amp I you think... up. I'll amp you up. What's up, definitely. motherfuckers? <laughs> Are <laughs> you ready? Yo, I'll hype you thank up you, as much you. as I can. Thank you, yeah. thank you. So the 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 guys that are that that, that will be uh, organizing the show for me, um, it's a group of there there are a couple of co- comics, but they're, they're, okay. they do stand up comedy. Yeah. So from what Ooh. I understand, they want to like do a little set for themselves at the beginning, just like make people laugh, you know, which is great. I I like to play for people who are who are, who are a little bit uh, pre tickled, yeah. um, and you know, set up for me to just to come in and do the easy Crush. job you know <laughs> yeah 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 so it's gonna be fun i i can't wait it's gonna be fun it's gonna be the first um actual show where i can take space you know and and play as many songs as i want and you know and um and and, and it, it's it's gonna be so, the, so there's a huge rwandis rendis community in, in in montreal there are yeah so there's a big rendis community here Fucking right dude. and uh and since i moved to montreal from toronto I kept kind of like getting a getting getting requests from from people from my community like to actually give them a show. Yo. So this is it. This is gonna be it. Um, come and check it out. I'm gonna try to give it my best and my all. And I am there. Yeah, yeah. Thank Fucking you, thank right. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. February twenty fifth, yeah. bitches. It's going to be a day, a day of the week. A day of the week. Yeah, yeah. I don't do details. Yeah, it doesn't. It's matter. It's gonna be like it some kind of day of the week matter. at some point in the day. It's a, it's Sunday? a Sunday. See, thanks, see? Christian. Yo, Christian, you're the detail the guy, yeah. Christian. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a Sunday. It's gonna be a Sunday, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. I love your music. Thank, thank you, so, you much. so much. Thank dude. you, thank you, thank Good you. I appreciate. You. I appreciate. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Thank you. <laughs>